Hi, this is Diana van Giesbergen from Xandria. What's up? This is Parker Jameson from the band Starkill. This is Danny Marino from The Agonist. This is Skyla from Love and Tura. Hi everyone, this is Fernando from Moonspell and you're listening to the Great Metal Debate Podcast. Rock on! Hey listeners, we're back with another amazing metal artist interview. Today we have Aileen Hat, vocalist for the Brazilian band Lyria. Aileen, welcome to The Great Metal Debate. Hello, thank you. Let's begin with a little personal background. When did you begin singing and have you received any formal training? Okay, so since I was a child, uh, I used to like to sing and I used to watch the Disney Princess and <laughs> it was uh, something that I, I really like to do seeing uh, the movies, uh, princess singing and I wanted to be like them so I started to sing when I was a child and I started to have classes when I was 13 are there specific classical singers that, that have influenced you or that you find to be uh, someone that you want to emulate? Yes, I love Sarah Brightman. Excellent choice. You're the lead vocalist, but there are two other regular members of the band. Tell me about those other members and what parts they play in the uh, writing and composition process. Okay, uh, let's go. Uh, we have Thiago Ziggy. He is our bass player, and we have Eliezer Andre, he is our drummer. Now we have two guitar players too, Bruno Cardoso and Rod Wolf. And about the composition, it's something crazy, because <laughs> it doesn't have a, a rule. Sometimes I have the melody and the lyrics, sometimes I only have the melody, sometimes I only have the lyrics and the guys come with the, the instrumental parts. Sometimes I have the ideas for the instrumental parts too, so we try to do everything together. Do you all bring your individual elements when you come together and then just jam it out? Yes, that's it. Sometimes I record something, I put on a, on a drive on, a, on the internet for them, and they take it, listen, and create something at home, and we we have a, a practice and we start to create with all the ideas the ideas of for all the men members i have listened to your album and, and i have a feeling about your style I, I wonder how would you describe the style of lyria so we describe as symphonic alternative metal because we have many kinds of metal in our sound and not only metal, but we have Celtic music and other styles too. So we just mix it everything and create this lyria. I can definitely hear that. And I think I hear some influences. So I have to ask, what bands have inspired and uh, influenced you? And uh, what artists do you pattern yourself after? So many, many artists. Um, Evanescence, Nightwish, Epica... 
Alexandria, Metallica, Disturbed, um, many more. <laughs> I can be here telling bands and artists for uh, hours. <laughs> and you're mentioning a lot of bands from uh, across the globe. What's the metal scene like there in Brazil and uh, are there are there many other bands and 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 good venues that you can play in there in that in your location? So uh, I think we have a lot of metalheads here, but sometimes things uh, are slow for for people here to 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 know new bands. Many people here like to listen to classic bands and to cover bands because they play the classic ones. Uh, so it's not uh, too easy to to be famous with metal in Brazil, but we have a big event here called Rock in Rio, and the metal days were very very crowded. So we have um, people here that like, but it's difficult to <laughs> to show our work for them. And as an outsider, of course, we're all aware of the coming Olympics to your area. Has the coming of that huge event influenced the scene at all? Oh, yeah. Uh, it is in June. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like it hasn't been a big deal for you. Yes, maybe. Um, but I don't know if we are going to have many uh, shows. It's in August, I remember here. Because uh, the city will be just very very crowded and things will won't uh, will not work very well you know so I don't know if I'm gonna play a lot in um, in August. It might actually hamper your efforts rather than help them. Yeah, maybe I want it. We are gonna have many people here, many different people, so it's good to show our work for them. Hope we can get a, a good show. I hope so too. Let's talk, Eileen, about your first album, Catharsis, okay. which was released back in 2013. First, what was the reaction to that album? Um, actually, the album was in tw uh, 2014, in the end oh, of I'm sorry. <laughs> no problem. Uh, it was very good. We have many reviews um, abroad. Uh, many reviews are from Europe and United States, and they are very good. Uh, we ha we had a, a good um, a good uh, a lot of a good number of people listen to our album here in Brazil and United States and Europe, so it has been very good for us. To promote the album, you created a concept video for the song Jester, yeah, uh, and you've done another uh, acoustic version of the track The True War. What was the thought process behind creating those videos? So, uh, Jester was our first music video, and for now it's our first, but we are going to record more um, music videos like that. Uh, I, chose, I chose Jester because it's a catchy song, and it's very heavy, too. So, I thought it would be good for a lot of different people, not only for symphonic people, you know, symphonic metal fans, but another fans from other styles of metal. And about the acoustic videos, we are always trying to have something new for, for our fans, and of course to 
get more fans. So we try to record videos. Now we had one for an Irish song too. We posted yesterday because of the St. Patrick's Day. So we are trying to post something new on these holidays too. When you have the opportunity to perform live, are you performing many or most of the songs from Catharsis, or do you also mix in some other tracks that you that are not on that album? So we try to play, of course, our album, our entire album, and we do some covers and some versions of bands we like to. Uh, sometimes we play Evanescence or Nightwish. We try to put our influences on, on these songs too. I had the opportunity to see Nightwish just uh, about three weeks ago, so I have to ask, what Nightwish track do you choose to play live? Oh, <laughs> that's good. Uh, we play Nemo. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Wonderful song to play live. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I understand that you have an online concert coming up this Saturday, March 26th. What was the thinking behind doing this? Oh, yeah. So uh, it is our fourth online concert. We are very happy because it is really good. Um, we have many good feedback about the concert. And I had the idea last year because we have many fans abroad, um, especially in Europe and United States. And we can't tour there now. So it was something uh, different. We could play for them and we interact with the fans. So I had this idea we start with the acoustic shows because it would be easier. And now we are having the electric ones too. After the online concert this coming Saturday, what's next for Lyria? So we are going to have one concert here in April uh, 1st. We have another concert on 24. Uh, we are going to play uh, with Noturno and Podiano too in June. And we're going to be on a um, very big festival here in the end of May. It's called Hosta and Row. It's, it's my birthday. <laughs> I will play there. That'll be an exciting birthday. Uh, are there other <laughs> bands on the bill that we might know about? Yes, yes. <laughs> Obviously, performing the online concerts give you an opportunity to play for people all across the globe. Can you foresee a time you might be able to actually fly ac across the globe and perform at uh, events like Metal Female Voices Festival in Europe or Prague Power in the United States? Oh, I know this festival. It's pretty good. I would like to play there, but I don't know. This year, I think we are going to be here in Brazil playing a lot of shows here. But we have plans for next year to tour abroad, for sure. And would that be uh, followed by the release of perhaps the follow-up to Catharsis? Uh, we have some songs for the next album, but we have to promote Catharsis more. So a new album only in 2006, uh, 2017. <laughs> well, we want to encourage fans to check out that album, Catharsis. It's really a killer. So many great tracks. I've been so impressed listening to it. 
Uh, finally, Aline, how can folks purchase music and merchandise from Lyria? So uh, we have our website. It's lyriaband.com. Um, there you can find signed photos, signed CDs, uh, the digital album too, posters. Uh, we are on iTunes, CD Baby, Amazon. What more? Uh, you can listen for free to our album on Spotify and Deezer. And of course, we are on Facebook too. <laughs> Facebook.com. Lyria Band, we always uh, post something new there. We have t-shirts too and other, other stuff. And we always post on Facebook about this product. I would like to thank you first for the invitation here. And uh, invite people to our page to listen to our music. And they can contact me on Facebook too. My Facebook is Lyria Aline. You can message me. Give your feedback to us. It's always good to to have the feedback of, of our fans. So much good stuff there. You can check out for free the videos and music, but then go online, purchase that music, purchase those T-shirts, the merchandise to support this band. Aline, thank you so much for taking the time. Really appreciate having you on the Great Metal Debate Podcast. Thank you so much. We'll never control.